It's not worrying about the future. It's not dissecting the past. It's being in the present. And it's learning how to awaken that spirit man, spirit woman, whatever you want to call it, Holy Spirit, that peace, that eternal, incredible peace in us, waking that up on a daily basis and saying, I want you to be in charge. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Journeys with Jenny. I'm Jenny, and my God, do I have some stories for you. I took the last month to try an experiment. And last that we checked in, I was fed up with self-improvement. It was right at that New Year's brink, feeling like I had put so much effort, so much effort, especially during a very, very long bout of unemployment and trying to wake up early and journal and pray and meditate and do the yoga and cook the healthy meals, do all of the things. I hit this point around New Year's where I'm done. I'm fed up. I need a break. Let's try the exact opposite. Let's let go of all of that. I made a joke about throwing out the self-improvement books and only reading smut, and I took that quite seriously. And then something changed in my life. I landed a new job, and I was very excited about this. I was sick of the unknown. I was sick of the insecurity that comes with the unknown. It felt like a really good fit, and I was ready to dive in 100%. Well, diving in 100% means an hour 20 commute in the mornings, about two hours in the afternoons, and a nine-hour workday in a more corporate setting than what I've ever been used to. We're coming off of about seven years of mostly working from home, so this was a pretty big change. I dove in with everything I had, and if my other healthy habits were still hanging on, now they were done. No more time for yoga. No more time for prayer. No more time for healthy meals. I am just full force train wreck ahead trying to make this job work. So going from unemployment out of the office for the last seven years of my life, bam, into these 12-hour days of intensity, of learning a new role, of realizing that this role was falsely advertised. That's been a journey of not... um Not quite what we had in mind. So that's been fun, too, to still say I'm going to keep a great attitude. I'm going to do whatever it takes. We're going to make it work. At the same time, as I'm losing all my healthy habits, as I decided to pick up all the smut reading, as I start this crazy job and commute that's sucking my energy in some ways, long drives can take it out of you, long work days can take it out of you, but you're physically and mentally exhausted, but your body has barely moved. And so you have that kind of exhaustion ramped up with an energy that I have not felt in years of this absolute need to be social. Suddenly, I'm doing calls in the car every morning, every afternoon, trying to connect with everyone I possibly can. I'm going out to parties more than I ever did in the last two years combined. I get home, and if I didn't have the opportunity to go out with people... I would be doom scrolling, doom scrolling, doom scrolling, just trying to decompress from these very, very long days. So this wonderful spiritual practice life that I built up, which was something I was really proud of. And I think we can admit that because ego, ego loves to be a sneaky ass bitch. She's in there. And I was really proud of the things I had done while also being fed up with it because I wasn't seeing 
the results. I was frustrated. I wasn't getting what I wanted in my life. I wasn't getting the job. I wasn't getting the security. I was going through this moment of feeling, why am I working so hard? Is my focus in the wrong area? So guys, I went on this journey and now I'm coming back still in in the middle of all of that, but kind of shouting back from the other side to tell you what my reaction's been and what I've learned. One is I know there's no way I can be alone in having a massive life change. There's got to be a ton of us out there when something goes from zero to 100 really, really quickly and you feel uprooted. Going through that lately, it came with a massive shift, a massive energy change. And instead of kind of hoarding my energy like a dragon, that's kind of what I got into during those quiet times. Is I, was, I was very protective. I really wanted to be alone. I really wanted to be in silence. I was soaking that in in such a beautiful way. And as my life has ramped up this past month, I don't want silence. Instead of hoarding that energy like a dragon, it's been much more like this waterfall that I can't control, but it does feel like this release, like there's there's this pent up energy in there that has to be released. Is it because I'm not getting enough people throughout my workday and I'm just so desperate for human interaction? Is it that I'm unsatisfied because I don't feel like I'm actually putting something good into the world right now? I don't know where that waterfall of energy has come from, but it is pouring out of me. Is it just being in my mid-30s and going through a whole nother sexual revolution and just wanting, wanting energy, wanting people, wanting connection and being this Labrador retriever, reaching out to everyone in my life? I don't know, guys. And that's why this is called Journeys with Jenny. I'm not asking for advice either. I just want to share. Because in the sharing, we find a different kind of release. And I find that really beautiful. So here I am reporting from the other side. (laughs) Journeys with Jenny started in those moments of silence and wanting to have a voice again. And then Journeys with Jenny took a month off as I have explored this whole other world and a lot of different emotions, this rush, this exhaustion, this adrenaline that's pushing me. Every morning I wake up and I think my heart's already racing. It's really hard to come down at night. It's been impossible to read. It's been so, so, so difficult to sit still with the book. It's been really difficult to get back into a yoga practice. It's taken a massive effort to pray or meditate or do my practice, which is centering prayer, a combination of both. And so for all of you out there who have been living this very hurried rush lifestyle for much longer than I have, and I'm just coming in, like entering the lane, and you're all kind of laughing at me now and saying, yeah, girl, like it's been this way this whole time. A, I feel very lucky that I haven't had to live this way for a long time. So massively grateful. But that aside, it's been so fascinating to see this other side, this other side being joining this capitalist society rat race and just going for it, doing these long drives, working the long hours, taking the one hour lunch break and desperately trying to find a semblance of yourself again in that one hour that you're allotted before you go back into the fray. So through all of this, even in my social circles, there's been a really frantic energy I've had new friendships kindle. I've had new ones become immediate disasters and people getting hurt right away. It has been a wild month, my friends. I feel like when I do experiments, I get in trouble really quickly. My brother was able to sneak out of the house for years without ever getting caught. And the one night I ever did it in high school, I got caught immediately. It caused a big scene. It was a disaster. So I think there is something about being jinxed that 
when I try to play with fire, I get burned really fast. It doesn't take years for me to learn my lesson. It's usually pretty quick. And I'm a little disappointed by that. I wish I could be a little bit more free and not live those consequences for at least a little bit longer. But what I found, and even in this month, I have seen really interesting. I will use the word consequences. Consequences don't necessarily have to be bad, but they are results of your actions. I am seeing that play out in real time as I've made these choices, as I've stepped away from my healthy habits, and as I've just let the roller coaster take me on the ride. So we're on the ride right now. I have a lot of decisions to make. What happens with this job? Am I looking for another one? How long can I last? Is this even sustainable? And the biggest question that I'm coming home to in these last few days especially is who do I want to be? All external circumstances aside, who do I want to be? Did I enjoy being this person that let go of all of her safety nets and just dove in? It was fun for a little while. And this still was a facet of me. It's me. There's no faking. There's no just trying to be cool. It's still Jenny Taylor trying to live her life, but it's Jenny Taylor without the things that keep her grounded and rooted and centered. It's Jenny Taylor trying to live her life from a very, very different energy source. This has been Jenny Taylor living from desire and passion and almost an ADHD, looking around, what's the next new thing? What feels good right now? After building a spiritual practice for so many years where that's not the name of the game, it's been really interesting to dive into this world for a minute. So coming to you from the other side, here are some lessons that I'm learning. One, I'm very, very, very grateful for yoga. Even though I can't do much of the physical practice right now, I am still very deep in the philosophy and I find it incredibly useful. Yoga is the practice of coming back into the now. I am quoting my amazing teacher, Amy, right now. So shout out to Amy. But she calls it, that's when you're not future tripping and you're not past tripping. You are in the now, the atta, the now. And being in the now, yoga is the science or the practice of controlling the mind. As I've been exploring this and with my background in Christianity, I really like the phrase of taking authority over the mind, reining it in. When you think of that chariot and the mind are these horses and, and, and we're trying to pull them in. But who, who is the we? Who is the thing pulling them in? And in yoga, it says the seer, the observer, this, this, and they use capital letters as, as they're trying to translate this. But the seer, the observer, this bigger soul part of yourself. And again, with my background, I translate that into what I believe. And I believe that's the spirit man, that spirit man, that eternal, incredible piece of God that he placed inside of us that is full of wisdom, grace, love, all of the goodness, the peace that is the stardust, the peace that is Jesus shining out, that peace that is all of the power and the goodness that is possible that lives in every single one of us, that's the piece that should be running the show is kind of the name of the game of yoga. And again, this is my interpretation. So that piece coming in and taking authority over the mind, not telling the mind that it's evil. That is a lesson I'm learning right now because I am very, very stuck in good and bad and thinking, bad mind, you're taking me on a crazy journey here. I don't like it. But instead of yelling at it, that's not really the way. 
But taking authority, this idea of letting your spirit be bigger than the rest of all of this mess. And I say mess lovingly. Awakening that spirit man on a daily basis so he, she, it can run the show. What I found in this month is I was not letting the spirit man run the show. I was letting a lot of other energy and fun and worry and stress and adrenaline. And instead of living in the now, it was living in the urgency of now. There has been this very false sense of urgency that everything has to happen really quickly. Being on this adrenaline rush, working at a job where everything is now, 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 where we're already 10 days late on this. This needs to happen. This needs to happen in this very rushed atmosphere. So carrying that into my life and my energy and realizing that I have lost in that urgency of the now, I've lost that presence, that printness of now, that in this moment, we are safe, we're good, and everything's okay. So in this science of yoga, I love these reminders that it's about being in the present. It's not worrying about the future. It's not dissecting the past. It's being in the present. And it's learning how to awaken that spirit man, spirit woman, whatever you want to call it, Holy Spirit, that peace, that eternal, incredible peace in us, waking that up on a daily basis and saying, I want you to be in charge. In Christianity, they interpret this just a little bit differently, but I do believe it's the same idea where you're going to God and you're surrendering and you're saying, Jesus Christ, be Lord over my life today. I see them as the same. Some of you may not, but I do. I see that peace, that that soul, that Holy Spirit and saying you are in charge and all the rest isn't. And what I really like about this yoga philosophy is it comes in with the importance of knowing the roles you play in your life. And what I find is when I am living from that centered, grounded spirit side of me, those roles are very clear. I know how to show up for people. I know who I am and who they are and what they need and how can I give what they need in that moment without losing part of myself. There's, there's a beautiful clarity that comes from living from that space inside of you. In this month where I feel like I've lost that, those roles have become really muddled. It's become about my needs. What do I need from this person right now? What kind of attention am I looking for? What's important to me? It's coming from a very, very different space. So these have been lessons, my friends. These are lessons that I've had to learn really quickly. In one month, in one month, I am watching this. I won't call it a train wreck. It hasn't, it hasn't been a train wreck, but it has been a vastly different experience letting go of the things that keep me rooted and kind of going with this crazy flow and seeing where it takes me. Now, good takeaways. I like being more social. I love connecting with people. I don't like the adrenaline, but I do love having more energy. The good takeaway is instead of being so focused on myself, I've been really focused on connecting with other people. And that's been a joy. That's been really fun. I think that was the downfall and something that came up in my last episode when I was getting really sick of the self-improvement that there was an imbalance on how focused my eyes were turned inward on myself and not just on myself, but on my faults and my failures. So being able to let go of that, that I haven't been focused on me at all, was kind of good. So I am really curious to see what this balance is going to be. How can I come back into centeredness and presentness without it adding on oh my God, I need to examine Jenny Taylor and all the ways that she's failed today. Another part that I've really enjoyed is 
living the human experience. You guys might think I'm nuts and I probably am and talk to me in another month. But for this month, there has been a great amount of joy in being stuck in traffic for hours at a time because it's just so human. It's just so human. It has to be funny. I don't even know how have words for it. Maybe it's my dramatic self, but I love participating. It feels like I'm an actress getting ready for a role. And I'm like, oh, today I'm going to be human. Let me get in my car and let me get stuck in traffic for two hours. And I don't know what it is. And yes, I am already sick of it. And it does drain me. But there is a huge sense of humor and joy in having this very human experience. And when you look around on the road, on the 405, in the morning, in the afternoon, and all of these people in their cars and everyone living their lives and everyone on their road to somewhere and knowing all the millions of cars around the world and everyone else stuck in traffic. And I think about Delhi and I think about Shanghai and I think about all these places I've been in my life. And just there is something so fascinating about being in a car which I never wanted to drive. I don't know if you guys know that, but I put it off for years and years and years and learned how to drive two years ago. Did not enjoy the experience. So the fact that I'm saying this is a really big deal. But there's something about getting in the car, catching the last bit of sunlight, and then going through sunset and getting home when it's dark and going through this process and thinking about, wow, I am one of millions right now who are all going through this same thing. And I can't help but think, how are they feeling in their cars? What are they going through? What kind of phone conversations are they having? What audiobooks are they listening to? What, what stream of consciousness is going through for them right now? What grief have they just experienced? And I can't help but think about being surrounded by this stream of humanity going along at a snail's pace at two miles per hour. And I really hope I never lose that. I hope even if I need to stick with this job or this crazy commute, that I don't lose that sense of wonder. I don't want to lose my absolute love for the human beings around me. Anyone who's listening, I would love if you're sending the good vibes, the prayers, all the things that I really do end up where I'm supposed to be, that I can give more to my community than what I'm currently doing, that there is a different sense of joy and purpose that I would really like to experience this year. But that being said, even if the externals don't change, what I am working on is how to come home to myself, how to balance this massive shift in energy and remembering what kind of person I want to be and how can I show up that way still on a daily basis at my job, at home, in the relationships in my life. Who do I want to be? And I've always wanted to be more than anything. I've wanted to be wise. And so I want to come back home to that wisdom. I want to be a light in this world. So thank you for joining Journeys with Jenny. If you're listening to this on your commute, I hope this brings you an ounce of joy and lets you know that you are not alone. Please don't beat yourself up if you have also lost your spiritual practices in a time of chaos in your life, whether that's a new job, new kid, whatever it is that makes you feel like all of your time has just changed drastically and you don't even know who you are anymore. One, I promise you that you are still in there. Two, I promise you that those spiritual practices still exist and they might just look different for this point in your life. And you're going to figure that out. And I'm here to figure that out with you. And three, to take away all the shame and the guilt. If you feel like you can't meditate and you can't pray right now and life is really hard, that's okay. Because you know what? Grace is a really amazing thing. We are already held and we are already so loved and we're exactly where we need to be. So I'm cheering you on. I am absolutely cheering you on. Sending much love.